This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Poop. <laughs> Specifically, dog poop. I got your attention, didn't I? Well, I'm betting many of you, like, like me, you dutifully plop your dog's poop into a plastic bag and dump it into the nearest trash can during a walk. But did you ever stop to think about what happens to that bag of poop? Our special guest today does. She is, favorite phrase I've ever come up with, feces focused. She does not want dog poop ending up in landfills. She'd prefer them composted for lawns and gardens. This is going to be a pretty cool topic today on today's show. So let's give pause and applause to a true environmental crusader from New York City. Her official title Vice President of Parks Operation at the Battery Park City Authority in New York City. Please welcome to our show, Ryan Torres. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk about dog poop and how we can all think about better ways for it, you know? Have you ever been called VC Focus before? I haven't. That's a first. And I think I'm going to I'm gonna carry that one along with me. So thank you for that. That's a There'll good, be some uh, t-shirts coming, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's hey, great. I got to say, everyone, this is a first for us on the Old Behave Show. We've been on the air, as you know, since 07. And that is making us the longest running pet podcast on the planet. But Ryan Torres is our first guest ever to discuss all things poop, specifically dog poop. So it's a pretty big honor, you know, but what we all have to recognize and realize is that dog poop happens and it happens in a major way to our environment. So how are we going to make dog poop more eco-friendly? Well, stick around listeners because Ryan's going to share some ideas on today's show, but we got to pay for the show. So we got to take this commercial break first. So you know the drill, sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. For furry ones, actually, sit and stay. Oh, behave, we'll be right back. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here with some great news. When you plan to travel with your pup or treat them to fun times outdoors, our friends at Carlson Pet Products have mutts have products. Carlson Pet Products offers an array of pet pens. They're lightweight foldable and tucked nicely in a carry bag for storage. You can also add an attachable canopy to create a shaded outdoor oasis for your dog. Nice. So dash over to carlsonpetproducts.com today and pick 
the perfect pet pen for your canine pal. Get 25% off your order plus free shipping using the promo code PETLIFE at carlsonpetproducts.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Ryan Torres. She is in charge of many things, including a dog waste compost pilot program now going on in New York City. And since launching this program appropriately on Earth Day 2019, her group, it's called the Battery Park City Authority, has collected, oh my gosh, more than 3,200 pounds of dog poop. Is that right, Ryan? Yep, yep. yep. Over 3,000 pounds of uh, dog poop we've collected and is on its way to composting. Wow, wow. Hey, before we dive in on some of the uh, benefits of composting poop, can we talk about some stinky Dog poop facts. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. This is like a Jeopardy round. Okay. That's, 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 you know, and there's, there's lots of facts, you know, revolving dog poop for sure. I bet your parents are so proud. I'm telling you, this is, this is, this is my shining moment for sure. It is, but I, but it's, I'm so happy you're on the show. It's an important thing. It's, it's worth talking about. Yes, it is. Now, this is something I've learned from Ryan. The average dog produces three quarters of a pound of poop a day. Or about 274 pounds of poop each year. Mm -hmm. So, all right, I have a little nine pounder and a 35 pounder. We just lost our 90 pound dog, Bujo. So I'm not lost. She went to heaven. I'm just thinking I scoop a lot of poop. So I know it's more than three quarters of a pound in my household, but (laughs) they said there's like 89 million dogs in American households and they're pooping every day, we hope. Yes. So that makes the yearly total to 24.5. Are you listening, listeners? Billion pounds of dog poop. Where is it heading usually, Ryan? Usually it's heading to the landfill. Why is that not a good thing? Well, I mean, you know, in this day and age, I think we're all thinking about how we can help climate change, how we can you know, be more zero waste, be more sustainable. And we think about the plastics, we think about recycling and all those other ways that we can reduce everything that we send to the landfill. Yeah. Um, But dog poop happens. And a lot of us have dogs and perhaps it's not as uh, pretty a conversation as recycling your plastic bottle and or not using a plastic bottle, but all of that poop inside those plastic baggies end up in the landfill. So that's, you know, that's a lot of pounds. I did my homework with you because you're educating me and you're talking about these poop bags in landfills. And you say that they account for about 4% of everything in landfills and they're taking up four times more space than discarded clothing and textiles. Yeah. I mean, dogs are popular and, uh, and, and I mean, I have a dog, I get it. And I'll always have a dog and it will always poop. And so, yeah, every time your dog goes to the bathroom, you, you know, use, typically you use those plastic bags, sometimes even more than one. Let's be honest. We've all been there for those occasions. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. And it goes right, right. And it goes right into the garbage bin and, and that's great. Right. Cause it definitely can't be left out. Right. Because poop can have some gnarly things inside it. 
Uh, yeah, it does. It does, especially not just for humans, but for other dogs as well. Um, so you definitely don't want to leave those around. You definitely don't want to leave it around. It ends up in the uh, water runoff, in our sewer yeah. systems, in our um, over at Battery Park City Authority. We're literally right along the Hudson River. Oh, and okay. so That's pretty, yeah. yeah, so it, it makes for a really pretty view, but we try to be extra cautious when it comes to the things on the ground so that they don't end up directly into um, our waterways or under our sneakers or under our sneakers. That's the worst, isn't it? That gush, you feel the gush and you're like, oh, immediately, you know, you don't even have to look right. You just, you just know it's happening. Um, I have two children and there's still something about dog poop. That's still very, you just know. um, And I'm very diverse in the poop, uh, the poop world. Let's help our listeners become poopologists. Yeah, let's do that. And to leave less of a carbon foot paw, if you will, for dogs. And so I want to get into a little bit of, of science. And neither one of us are chemical engineers, but you're more knowledgeable on this than I. But when poop breaks down, it produces methane gas and other toxic fumes. Is that right? Can you kind of walk us through a little of the scary science of the decomposing of poop? Yeah. I mean, it, when it ends up in those little plastic bags, it does, it creates a um, releases a methane gas into the atmosphere, which is said to be roughly 30 times more powerful than carbon dioxide. So, so those big gas guzzlers are not as doing as much harm as our dog poop in a bag, right? Yep. Yep. If we were comparing apples to apples. Yeah. The dog the, yeah. <laughs> poop to poop, gas to gas. Well, hey, gas from the car. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Poop from the dog. Okay. Yeah. And so it is, it's 30 times more powerful than carbon dioxide. And we all know wow. the the, ne- ne- the negativeness around that and that the uh, methane accelerates the dog waste. It just, when it's in the plastic bags, it accelerates that methane gas release just And we're just, and it's 2022, Ryan, and we've had dogs for a long time and we've had landfills for a long time. So this is kind of scary. I'm now with trepidation, putting Kona and Emma's poop in bags, putting it in the trash and going, oy vey. Yeah. It's like a great concept, but then you're kind of like, oh, but, but what do I, what do I do? Because composting dog waste is not um, like, I mean, it's very much like composting food, but it's not something that I think we're really ready to for everyone to just take on on their own yet. And that's what Battery Park City Authority and I are trying to do. We're trying to make the conversation a little more normal. And yeah. so that you are poop pioneers, that's for poop, sure. <laughs> we are pioneering in the poop world. And so that perhaps maybe the conversation isn't so weird and more people, more towns, more municipalities will, you know, start having the conversations and start saying, hey, you know what, there is something that we can do for for this. And then it's up to dog owners and or homeowners to participate in these hopefully popping you know, programs of poop that uh, they participate in them and they are doing what's being asked, which is for Battery Park City Authority. We ask that um, nobody uses plastic bags. Okay. So let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. So for the, some folks that don't know about Battery Park and your official title, your VP of all that, bring us back to zero waste initiative, Earth Day 2019, and then walk us through what we can do because you guys are kind of a pilot program that we hope catches on in other municipalities. 
Yeah, that and that's exactly what our hope was. When we first came up with the concept of like, we should compost dog poop. And, um, you know, could imagine there was there was a variety of conversations that happened amongst not just the the team, but also the leadership. But in time, everybody kind of kind of took it on, we did a couple of measurements and some studies within our own dog runs, we have three in Battery Park City. Yeah. And Battery Park, it's kind of near Manhattan, where, where would you get it? Uh, its location, you said the Hudson River, but yeah. So actually it's, everybody gets confused, right? So there's yeah. Battery Park, which is where everybody gets the ferry to get on the Statue of Liberty and that's New York City parks. And then yeah. Battery Park City, which is actually where we are, which is just Battery Park is our neighbor, Battery Park City. It's always confusing even to me. I feel bad for the postal carriers. Okay. I'm telling you, we, we you know, we're friendly with them, thank goodness, because every time a delivery, we can just call them up. And so Battery Park City is just north of Battery Park. Okay. And Battery Park City is a 96-acre community with 32 acres of open space. So all are welcome to come and visit, dogs and all. And so, yeah, so Battery Park City Authority manages the Battery Park City. So we're just okay. north of Battery Park. Thank you. Yeah. You are now a taxi driver. That's right. So um, let's talk about you launched this program. What are you trying to do and how are some New Yorkers helping you out? So what we're trying to do is make dog waste more sustainable, more eco-friendly. Um, we're trying to make the negative impacts on the environment less. It's, it's really that simple. The same thing we do with our food waste composting program. We're trying to divert it from the landfill and not only just divert it from the landfill, but have a potentially positive impact. So, all right. So that goes no bags, but I'm laughing because I had a 20 year newspaper career. And um, so you, you have a whole new purpose for newspaper sections now, right? a whole new purpose because what we're asking for those who want to participate in the in the dog waste compost is that they use a piece of newspaper which we replaced where you know the dog yeah, uh, yeah. right usually get a little plastic bag we remove the plastic bags we cut and put holes in newspaper pieces oh my gosh. and we ask that um, those who want to participate pick up the dog waste with the newspaper okay. and write right into the can I'm laughing. Talk about New York Times headline. Yeah, I'm telling you. And you know what? The best part is the newspapers come from local residential buildings, which would have otherwise ended up oh, in the recycling. Great. Good. So we collect from residential buildings when, you know, instead of it going to the recycling place, yeah, it good. comes to Battery Park City. And then we cut them down and we use it for the program. The newspaper also acts as a carbon source, which is, you know, a big part of the composting process. Yeah. Um, so it kind of acts as a double. We had a couple of trial and errors about how do we ask people to pick up the dog waste, but it's not with plastic, but we don't want them to feel like they're touching it. Right. We tried paper bags, but it was actually too much carbon. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So the newspaper was a nice balance of thickness where you can do it without overly uh, being, I guess, grossed out. And then also doesn't have a negative impact for the composting process. And it's really as simple as that. The same process. Good. Anybody Good. goes through with picking up their dog waste normally. Yeah. You know, she says waste. I say poop, but that's poop. all right. Yeah. I'm try I always try to. I, 
I keep flopping. I flop. That's all right. That's all right. Be yourself. Be yourself. Well, we're speaking with Ryan Torres. She's with the Battery Park City Authority. They're launching this pilot program on composting dog poop. We're going to get into it into more depth, but we're going to need to take a quick commercial break. So everybody don't be holding up a poop bag right now. We're going to give you more of the scoop on how you can help planet earth about dog poop after we take this commercial break. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet. Of course, all behave. will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Itch, scratch, rub, chew, repeat. Does that sound like what's happening to your pet? Help is here. Zymox skin and ear care products can help calm and soothe your pet's angry skin or red infected ears. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for these conditions. For that itchy pet, Zymox shampoo and leave-on conditioner combines a special blend of ingredients that moisturize, hydrate, and provide soothing relief. For those hard-to-treat areas like body folds or the paws, easy-to-use Zymox topical cream and spray are great options. And for those nasty ears, Zymox ear solution is amazing. And you don't even have to pre-clean the painful ear. No pre-cleaning? Hooray! All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, most specialty stores for pets, and online. And you can save 20% off any Zymox or Oratine products on Zymox.com. Just enter the code ARDEN20 at checkout. That's ARDEN20. Visit Zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X.com. Pause up. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, this is Ali Sweeney from Days of Our Lives and The Biggest Loser. And you're listening to Arden Moore on The Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Come on, you got to admit, this is a great episode. Come on, folks. We have people from all over the world tuning in right now, Ryan. So you are going to be a major advocate to help us maybe keep the planet Earth a little healthier. So we've been talking about the carbon paw print that dogs leave, and we're talking about poop. So you've got these stations set up with the cut newspaper uh, that for people to gather and pick up their doggies poo and put it in a specific, what, canister or something? Yeah, it's just exactly. It's a it's a trash bin, except we just label it for dog poop only. So are they are the New Yorkers obeying that? Are they being nice? You know, for the most part, they they are. I mean, I think you'll you'll always get some mistakes, but we actively try to go out to the dog runs, which is where the bins come. Oh, smart. smart. And we engage with the you know, the people and the dogs that are, you know, frequent in it. And we ask them, you know, have you heard of it? What can we do? And we've changed some wording and some signage to to make it more user-friendly. But for the most part, people genuinely are good. All right. So let's keep the process going. I just dumped 
Kona's poo with a newspaper in that special designated canister, then what happens? So uh, daily, our maintenance team, um, as they do with all the dog runs and all of the park and street trash that we collect on a daily basis, they come by, they collect the bag. It ends up in a outdoor nursery, like a behind the scenes kind of a space, if you will, that we have. Each bag is labeled as to what dog run it came from so that we oh, can good. monitor the metrics of it all so that we know what dog run might be having some troubles, you know, or which one's participating the best. From there, um, the dog poop is weighed so that we know how much we're collecting. It's then, yep. You know, people think that scientists and researchers have really amazing jobs. Come on. They yeah. have to measure poop. It's, you know, you can't monitor what you can't measure. Right. That, exactly. The, you need you need these stats. I know. I got gotcha. you. Stats. And again, Battery Park City Authority, our goal is really to try to cut through some of the mistakes in order for other people to learn. You know, we okay. really want to try to lead by example. So we do. We weigh all of the poop that ends up going into the bin that we have specifically for our dog poop or dog waste compost, depending on how much poop is added, will determine how much carbon. And usually that's in the way of leaves that have collected from the gardens or wood chips or newspaper, yeah. right? Some, some kind of carbon source that gets added into it. And then we okay. close it up every now and then. We, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really that. I simple. don't want to be the person opening the lid. You know, and I'll tell you, it was, you know, it was kind of like, oh, how do we ask the team to do this? How do we ask the staff to do this? Right. And um, it really, it really does break down. We have a thermometer and we, we check the temperature, you know, every couple of days, we make sure that it's heating up. There is like an aerator that's kind of installed to the bottom of it. Okay, I mean, good. I'm not going to say it's, it's great. It's not right? going to be a line of perfume, it, right? It's not, it's definitely not going to be a line of perfume, but it, it really, I mean, if you think about it, the dog waste compost bin that this is all happening in is just on the other side of a gate that millions of people walk past daily, right? I mean, Battery Park City is is hugely populated with visitors and people who live there. And I've never gotten a call from someone who's like, uh, I'm standing over here looking at the Statue of Liberty and it kind of smells like dog poop. And I don't never gotten a call. That's never good. gotten a call about that. So so you're trying to use this composted dog poop right now on uh, some areas in your green belt at Battery Park, right? Yeah. So we are currently finished with our first bin. It has cured oh, for cool. you know, the better part of a year. Take that, you wineries. Okay. That's it. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's one science, right? They're making wine. We're making compost here. I toast to you. I toast to you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And so we are ready to put our first batch out into the world. Okay. And so we've chosen a location that isn't necessarily frequented by dogs and people, although we have done testing to ensure that there's no harmful bacteria or right. viruses in the fecal matter because we don't want safety is number one priority, of course. And so we test it a couple of times along the way. And this batch has proven to be primo. Yep. Primo, primo poop. And so it's going out into an area uh, kind of like on the green belt where not a lot of people frequent. We're going to be putting it around some existing plant material that's there. And the next step of all of this is to monitor if there's any positive or negative effects, right? We're still not sure. Wouldn't that be so nice, Ryan, if the dog poop that was compo composted safely 
turns into this mega fertilizer and you have healthy, healthy, lush green leaves and tall trees and green, green grass. And you can thank a dog for it. I'm telling you, that is that is the goal is to figure out the science behind how dog poop can ultimately be a positive for not just the environment, but for the garden and the whole process, really. Now, I know this is happening where you are. I did speak to a gal. uh, Her name is Rose Seaman. She wrote a book called The Pet Poo Pocket Guide. I love this. The Pet Poo Pocket Guide. Uh, I think she's out in uh, Colorado and she's got a company that's also trying to do some similar things in the Colorado area to compost canine waste. Yeah. Have you seen the book, The Pet Poo Pocket Guide? I just want to say it again. That's the right. We're just going to see how many guide. times to say that three times fast, right? Um, yeah, of course I've seen it. And I've even, you know, Rose and I have spoken on many of occasions. There are a handful of people out there in the world uh, that are composting, successfully composting dog poop. Um, everybody's got a different kind of end game for it, I think, but all headed in the right direction. And um, actually, quarterly or every couple of months, the 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 handful of us that are composting dog poop kind of get together, right? Oh, cool. Yeah, we get together and we we talk dog poop and we talk about how others are using it and and where where have you succeeded, where have you failed, and kind of learning. Uh, I like that because I am being goofy, but I'm very serious. I love our planet and I love our dogs. And if your dogs are producing some things that we can channel process to make it better for the the air we breathe, the grass, the trees, I think that's kind of genius. I mean, I it really is. I think it's the way the world is going, right? Yeah. With with everything. And so I'm not sure why dog poop is any different. You know, what makes it different is the gross factor. But really, it's not. If you're a dog owner, you're dealing with it one way or another. And um, and so for it to become a circular kind of item, you know, it stays where it started, right? So if a dog is pooping in Battery Park City, the dog waste is staying in Battery Park City. Um, and it's staying there for positive reasons. Now, not all places have that newspaper little grab and dump right now. So I wanted to ask you, is there things that we can do to in a more way? And um, some I've heard you could maybe flush the poop down the toilet. I'm not talking cat litter, guys. No cat litter. We don't want to call the plumber. But what do you think? uh, What are some things humbly that folks can do like flushing it down? Or is there any kind of poop bag that's less of a wallop? to the environment? Yeah. I mean, um, I guess flushing it is definitely one method. I don't know if everybody from the sewer companies is going to be, you know, ringing my doorbell about it. Yeah. I'm not sure they're (laughs) going to, they're going to hundred percent agree with me, but I, you know, I mean, maybe that definitely, I know there's been some, some articles written about that, but from a very immediate choice making standpoint, um, not using plastic bags, like the grocery bags you get, right? No, 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 no. Right. Definitely not those. I mean, here in New York, New York City, Long Island, all of New York, there's there's a there's a plastic bag ban, right? You almost can't even find them anymore. Oh, okay. Um, which is which is great. And plastic has just proven over and over again to be a problem. But even the little 
the little plastic bags that like roll up in my, you know, I have a little thing that hangs from my leash, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a there's the roll of plastic bags, so it's so I I'm, I'm ready to pick up my own my own dog poop. And uh, so there are a variety of alternates to the plastic. There are biodegradable or supposedly composting versions of. Those well, I've heard things. of one. They're called water soluble polyvinyl alcohol. They're PVAs. Did I do that right? You can pick your poop up, but it dissolves in minutes when it comes in contact with water. So um, don't do it in the rain. Right. Don't do it. Definitely don't do it in the rain. Um, Yeah. I think that they're coming out with, I think the dog industry is already understanding that the little plastic bags are a problem. And so I think that they've probably come a really long way in the variety of different bags that you could use. And I think anything other than plastic is a really great first step. I don't want to put the dog baggy people. No, I know. Well, you're trying to make it a good place. You've got two young kids. We can say Barbara and Tyler. They're so excited. I said their name on the air. Yeah. And you want to leave the planet good for them, right? And their kids and their grandkids. Absolutely. Absolutely. So by using a biodegradable or water soluble or a compostable, any of those other bags, ultimately, yes, it's going to end up in the landfill again, but you're minimizing the plastic that goes there by not using the plastic bags. You're also minimizing the acceleration of that methane gas that we spoke about before, right? right? It's not like a little greenhouse of poop, just no, it's burning big. inside that bag. So by using that is a real, uh, a real big step. I think another interesting step would be is for anybody who wants to know more could, you know, yes. could reach out to one of us and we could talk about it. I think maybe if you know some people or know someone in your local municipality or town, maybe it's a, sometimes the conversation takes a little while, but the starting is a good first step. Well, how can people get hold of your group? Yeah. So anybody can, you know, just Google Battery Park City Authority. We're we're pretty easy to find. BPCA.com is our website. And then an email address you could do is info.bpc, like Battery Park City, at bpca.ny.gov, right? Nothing like a well, that's why we'll put it on our little tag for your show episode. Nothing like the government to make things hard, right? Well, no. the other thing I want to do is you shared with me, there's a 10 minute video called One Small Step that yeah. was produced by Lucy Biggers of Now This Earth. Can you give a shout out to Lucy? And you guys were featured in this video. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lucy, you know, through Rose, through this really small group of, uh, you know, people who are trying to make an impact. Uh, Lucy and I connected with, uh, or Lucy connected to Battery Park City Authority, wanted to feature our dog waste composting program because her whole spiel is, you know, it's the little things that can make a big difference. One and yeah, we had a lot, yeah. yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. You know, we literally went step-by-step step of the process. Well, we're going to put that link on the little episode summary because I found it very edutaining. <laughs> It was, it was, it was fun doing and yeah, it was, it ended up being a really nice uh, way to just kind of get a snapshot of what the process is like and how we do it at Battery Park City Authority. So, so before we call it a day, cause I've thoroughly enjoyed having you on the show, Ryan, what was your identity before you were so feces focused? What did you do before <laughs> that might surprise people? 
I mean, I guess it wasn't so, so far off. I mean, I've always been in the uh, public gardening kind of setting, um, working alongside and with the maintenance and the horticulture team, those that are just kind of keeping our parks beautiful. And so really maybe a little left left turn, but still still in the same vein of- Are you from, are you an, a New Yorker? I mean, I'm from Long Island. And so okay. maybe we wouldn't admit like, oh, maybe we wouldn't say New Yorkers, but- <laughs> Okay, but definitely a, a you know um, New York State. So um, always been on Long Island. Have worked in New York City for the last eight years and in, enjoy both of them very much. Well, you are a poop pioneer. Uh, you are doing, and I say that with all respect. I, you survived all my bad jokes. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I'm going to use some of them actually, Arden. Oh, yes, yes, care? please, please. If we can make this a healthier planet and credit part of it to you and our dogs. I think that's a great legacy. Yeah. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay. With it. I think my kids will be okay with that too. So. All right. Hey, everybody. We've been speaking with Ryan Torres. She is with the Battery Park City Authority uh, group that's doing the pilot program. I'm composting dog poop for healthy ways. I have thoroughly learned a lot. Please guys check out their website. We're going to throw in that little short 10 minute video on the episode link. So you can learn yourself how one small step can make a difference. And I really appreciate you being on the show today, Ryan. I hope you had a good time. I had a great time. Thank you for having me. And thank you for talking about dog poop for a solid 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. And I also at this time want to give a shout out to my executive producer, Mark Winter. He is the wizard of pause, the surgeon of sound, and he is the genius behind Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network on the planet. And so we hope all of you listeners will share this episode with all your friends that have dogs and let's together make this planet better. And it starts with poop, dog poop. All right. I like that. I'm in. I'm in. Also, please check out Ardenmore.com. Find out more things that I'm up to. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, with two words to deliver to all you two, three, four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>